tuned in to episode 171 of the inaudible ruckus podcast okay this is the second stop on our 2019 audio road trip we're pulling up in cleveland okay northeast ohio we're gonna talk that real shit you know what i'm saying we got e-ray joining us we had free on last week when we was in the bay um we're gonna discuss uh, so we got to pick up on some things right so last week after we recorded they announced that Kawhi and Paul George were going to the Clippers so I'm gonna get E-Ray's thoughts on that we're gonna talk about Russell Westbrook because as we are recording this I'm recording this on a Thursday man because I got some stuff going on tomorrow it's a little special episode for y'all um Westbrook Russell Westbrook got traded to the Rockets we're gonna get E-Ray's thoughts on that the NBA doing challenge flags we're gonna talk about the Black Little Mermaid people licking ice cream uh, we also are going to talk about cutting the cord, man. It's been a big topic amongst me and my friends. And then even online, I started the conversation about, okay, we're doing all this streaming and bundling stuff. But if you add up the cost, in my opinion, okay, it looked like we, we might as well just stick to paying cable. But we're going to get into that. So stick around, man. Make sure you listen. Also, like I said, second half of the show, man, I got a, a, a special treat for y'all that, I, that I've been uh, trying to work on and line up. So look out for that. You'll see when we get there. Um, and then also, man, go copy some merch inaudibleruckus.com slash shop. Okay, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, subscribe on SoundCloud. Okay, support, man. Everybody, oh man, I don't want to be everybody in a rush because y'all want to be on the show, man. Support the show first. Let's start there. So buy you a t shirt, inaudibleruckus.com slash shop. Okay, and subscribe to your friends because the more we drive these numbers up and the more merch we sell, then the more we can do. Okay, who knows? Next time, next year when we do the audio road trip, we will pull up in your city. All right? But you know what time it is, man. Keep it booming. It's an audible ruckus, motherfucker. All right, y'all. You already know what time it is. Get ready for the most electrified man in podcast. Put your headphones on as we get ready to bring the ruckus, motherfucker. Give me the mic so I can take a whoop. Now the party didn't start, so I walked in, and I probably won't leave until the thing Shout out to Ron Isley. All right, y'all. We are up in this bitch. Hell yeah. I got E-Ray. It's been a long time. E-Ray, what up, though? Shouldn't have left you. But I don't beat the step to. What's good, homie? Uh, so you've been moving and shaking. Um, shout out to Hike, bro. Shout out to Enrico. Um, I know you got a lot of stuff you're working on. I, we, I ain't gonna blow your spot up yet. Because I know you like the real G's moving silence like lasagna. <laughs> like, like veggie lasagna. 
Oh, no. see, I was gonna let you live. No, I had to do it. I was gonna let you Stay live. Stay on brand. Stay on brand. I, I feel you. I tried. I tried to. So, did you see me with my liquid? Um, my liquid oh, cleanse. Oh yeah, yeah. What was it the uh, alkaline green, yeah, yeah. green hawk smash diet? Yeah. <laughs> Barely made it. I, 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 how that work out, bro? Because I've been looking at. I follow some of y'all stuff. I even seen the recommendation for uh, the. Uh, Young lady that y'all were talking about, alkaline mommy. Or yeah, whatever. alkaline vegan like, mommy. Yeah. Yeah, I checked. Her. I, I she did not pay. I'm gonna check some stuff. She did not pay for promotion on this podcast, <laughs> so we will not okay, so, mention her. Shout out to uh, her though, but. <laughs> AVM. <laughs> Word. So I was the. Uh, I was the cleanse, the diet, probably. Like, that's what I'm gonna do. Fuck that shit, bro. Okay. Now, I will say this. I have a, I, I, I say that just begrudgingly, but I have shifted kind of since the diet. So, like, I've been eating mm-hmm. more salads and more, like, with less meat in it. So, less protein. Like, it's okay. literally, my wife has been salads. I still been eating my soup. So, it's kind of like she Jedi mind tricked, programmed me into, into this shit. So, I still eat meat, like, for, for dinner, but, like, for lunch wise, it's still salads and whatnot. So, the, the real the real reason why I wasn't on board is because you you've known me over the years, man. I fought long and hard to grow to be a hundred and sixty five pounds to be in that that hundred and sixty hundred and seventy range, but a solid one seventy, right? Um, if I would have continued this for forty days, I would have like two yes two pounds yes. literally just two pounds. And at the start of hurricane season in Houston. So no, and I had to make a business move. Tree somewhere. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. No, I, I understand what my my whole goal and shift because I'm I'm slowly working my way through through my friend group and my influencing has, has gone up. I'm appreciating all the comments and shit I get from the shit I do, but um, it's to shift away from them damn salads. Salad ain't everything. Okay. I got so much random shit. I uh, over the fourth I, when I was in L.A. I was just cooking up the storm, so I'm making jackfruit tacos, uh, made some, like, a, pretty much a veggie-friendly breakfast, so they got, like, a new, um, it's called, like, Just Egg or something like that. Okay. That shit is weird, because it's this liquid fake egg in a thing, so I don't know what, they made out of, not soy or nothing, like, mung bean. That shit sounds nasty. Nope, I'm not, I'm not it rolling. It sounds wild. Oh, no, no, it sounds wild, but I'll show you pour that shit in the pan i put it with some mushrooms and some uh tomatoes and cook it, it just like scrambled eggs and it, a little bit of cheese it tastes like zoo dirt like scrambled eggs. It, it tastes like it zoo tastes dirt. like scrambled eggs <laughs> tastes like scrambled eggs bro and i'm like i don't know how this happens or how it works but it does so just little <laughs> stuff like that just getting the people more aware of what's going on so you ain't just gotta be like yeah i'll, I'll be eating salads though <laughs> like, Alright, so that. y'all heard it, but, man E-Ray yeah. wants you to go to wherever city you're listening to this at Go buy a ticket to the zoo Grab some dirt up off the ground Put it in a Ziploc bag Don't let him, don't let him catch you Take it home and, and, and put it in the, in the frying pan And whip it like eggs Gotcha Or, or, or Whole Foods you know, Whole Foods is a good place I don't know what Lovey talking Whatever, whatever, okay Lettuce but, wrap Pop-Tarts, you know. motherfucker uh, anyway, 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 digress. So I want to get your music update, man, because you know we we had a slow first quarter of the year, right? The first three months of the uh-huh. year, what it wasn't a lot of music, but then 
out of nowhere we just had just an influx of music and stuff so i wanted to ask you the past couple weeks like what have you been jamming to like what's your like top three recommendations or whatever um i was saying so for all the things that came out i've been kind of running back to the same stuff i was like one being that uh that tyler the creator is just fire was it igor igor uh, yeah, 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 that was too weird like, for me. You can have it. It's, it's, I don't know. I'm not a Tyler fan. I was like, I would say most of the shit he's created thus far was way weirder than this. This is pretty much mainstream, uh, like groovy tunes. <laughs> if you can say that, like, it's just very relatable shit. It's not all, all that weird voice change yeah, shit yeah. he was doing. I'm like, I'm not feeling that. This is very, uh, that track earthquake is like the standout is fire but it just has like a lot of up-tempo beats and i was like it's very groovy like easy to listen to probably like uh a, a little bit easier than um charlie gambino's uh last project the real funky one mm-hmm. like that that's what it, it kind of gives you that vibe so it, it's definitely you see a maturing of his sound and i was like and it is more mainstream so i really enjoyed that i've been going back to that mm-hmm. um but, uh, I did. I, didn't, I wanted to get a chance to check out the Daniel Caesar. I didn't check out that yet. Uh, that Denzel Curry. Uh, uh, Zoo. Yeah, man. Oh, they, they, ain't nobody. Ain't, not enough people oh. are talking about that. Not enough people. I don't understand. Like, or, or I should say, you would understand. I'm in LA driving down Obama Boulevard, blasting <laughs> that shit. <laughs> like, yes, we can. It's all right. <laughs> That shit was amazing. I'm like, this shit hits so hard. And I was like, it's unexpected because I honestly, I just never really tuned into much of his music. Yeah, so I have. just being able to, yeah, I was like, so for me, a new coming fan, just checking it out, I was like, Wow, well, like but I, I will say, I, I will say, he he took a dip because the last one he put out wasn't as good as this one, but the one before that was good. And I can't remember the names of them, like Imperial or something was good, and then the last one, whatever it was called, I, I was just like, eh, this ain't really doing it for me. So I was, I was like, all right, I'm gonna give him one more chance. Let's see what he gonna do. And he dropped this, and I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is fire, especially the track with nah. Rick Ross. Oh my god! See, I was, I have to check it out. But uh, the last thing I was listening to, well, last two, it was, um, I checked, of course, the Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Okay, okay. You stayed and, awake for it. You stayed awake. Uh, yeah. I was, <laughs> it, it's a weird collective, though. So you can tell when, when J. Cole comes on, because mm-hmm. he's, he's like the most polished and the most focused. Yeah. But I watched a documentary behind it. They released a documentary documentary on YouTube mm-hmm. it's like 30 minutes long about the process they only had like 10 days so they went into got all these different uh, outside producers they got their whole like team of uh, all the J. Cole uh, camp and then they got even some more outside um, outside artists that they wanted to work with and they needed all put them in a, a house to have I think like three studios in 10 days I was like work so people are just writing creative juices flowing they playing the, the beats and then whoever hops on hops on and it was just like watching how like how organic the process was in this 10 days so I was like that is some dope creative groove shit kind of like how uh, reminiscent of how uh, Erica Badu and uh, D'Angelo and uh, The Roots all of them used to like kind of yeah, yeah. get into a, a spot Jam- it was like, it was like jam sessions out. and shit yeah so that it came across that way it was very fun 
like I like a lot of the songs. Like even though I might not have known the people, I'm not as familiar with them. I like to kind of stay above on mostly mainstream or let you hit a little bit more. Yeah. But it was just really good music. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then uh, the Chris Brown, of course, because I'm a. So how how was that? Because I I was like, all right, I gotta hit E Ray on this because I my wife listened to it. She said it was dope. I haven't had the time, and I know we 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 talk shit because before everybody was like, ain't nobody got time to listen to music. And y'all remember last year, I ain't had no jobs. I had plenty of time to listen to all the music up and down. Songs last year. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? So, look, if anybody remembers my take from last year, I'm gonna do the same because. I, I, I credit myself. I'm not a, I'm not gonna say I'm a marketing genius or nothing, but I just feel like I know a better way to do it. Chris Brown released 32 songs, um, and I guess it's trying. He's trying to beat the streaming system, or like, you know what I mean? It, it's like, all right, well, if I put out four. Hold on, hold on, songs, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. He's, <laughs> let me give you the sound effect first. <laughs> Woo! All right, now go say what he said. <laughs> Two different songs, bro, and I'm like, that's a lot of music. Because last and, and a lot of cocaine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I'm sure out of these 32 that released, he had 197. He was like, oh, they getting all these. They like, okay, Chris, you can't. You can't what? What you mean they ain't getting them all? And he started dancing for no reason. <laughs> Start crumping the art, bro. If you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy-duty equipment to bring your visual concept to life. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. Just did a, like a whole full spin circle in a cocaine pile. <laughs> he, kicked, he kicked up a, a, a dust cloud of cocaine. <laughs> kicked it at the, at the fucking, uh, and all the producers. <laughs> it should have been fired up. I would like to see that. I'm not going to lie. I'm I know. imagining it in my head. I would watch it. If he had a behind-the-scenes documentary of him just doing cocaine and recording his album, I would kind of watch that. All sweaty, wiping his head with his blood rag. Like just... Hey, man, why don't you go, why don't you go to the set and cop me another uh, another bump? We going to be, be here like, all uh, night, blood. Like flash dance. You do a spin and pull down the lever and just rain cocaine in his face. <laughs> So of all the songs, it was 32 songs. Did any of them stand out? Because I imagine it would be hard for, for like, you know what I'm saying? Because like you, yeah. you, you like it, then you forget it because another one comes on, then you like right. it, then you forget it again. So did anything so, stand out? So, for sure. Um, a song you got, uh, of course, the song with uh, Drake, uh, No Guidance or whatever it's mm-hmm. called, that's, that's a hit. So, like They've been playing around with a collaboration for years. And what we originally got was like some side together shit that was beefing. 
now this is actually like okay Drake really put in his time to make this and Chris Brown and they kind of meld it perfectly because that shit is like the female anthem it's like oh here y'all go but <laughs> <laughs> it's just it works and I was like yeah this shit sonically beautiful it's like you can listen to that shit over and over he got another song called Red that's super fire okay. uh, he has a song with her called okay. uh, Come Together that shit is so fucking groovy okay. I think that's like track 3 that's super fire too but um, just what I was saying about the uh, marketing thing what he should have done and I still I stick to this instead of releasing a 32 fucking song album <laughs> it would have been way better to release it as like three separate parts in like three consecutive weeks gotcha. and name and, and like and maybe the whole thing is known at Indigo but then have different colors yeah. each and, and maybe like 10 11 songs each so then people get to choose pick and choose which one they like so it makes you sure that you have to listen to each project to know oh I like this one better I like this one better because it still plays see, into the streaming game see time out time you out. know what I mean time it out. just makes sense time out time out I agree with you a hundred percent. That is a genius strategy. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Somebody needs to fly you out to LA. You need to find out what studio he's recording in. You need to knock on his door and say, Chris, I got an idea. Get the fuck out. Do you have cocaine? I actually have a little then you can come in, but go over there. <laughs> now come back over here. Go over there. Come back here. What now what's this idea you said? man is six foot like 11 that could do a whole standing backflip on cocaine this nigga will come <laughs> and kick me out the goddamn door <laughs> <laughs> what, so, okay so let me ask you this subject matter wise right cause I told you that that last 45 disc ass uh, CD it was like sex sex drugs yeah. shoot a nigga 50 times was the, was the subject matter still the same did, did he did he go back to loving these women or is he still fuck yeah. these hoes where's the cocaine <laughs> well I, see this is another reason why I think he would have he should have split it into three separate because he could either gave, hit us with three different uh, like full albums of like just kind of mirrored content or it could have been like okay this is my more rappy version this is the singing song and this is like more of a pop version mm-hmm. so the, the album has a uh, it's a song called Emerald slash Burgundy with Juvenile and um oh lord it? it's Juvenile and uh who the hell is the other person uh oh uh Juicy J that's a okay. that shit is actually fire so cause it, it switches up the beat it just it's kinda weird though because you don't expect it necessarily mm-hmm. cause it's it's Chris Brown singing the harmonies and melodies and then when that shit switch it's just like a a fucking rap beat <laughs> And Juvenile Juicy J are tearing that shit yeah, up. Yeah, hope. Like, this is wrong. <laughs> yeah, hope. So, I'm, like, he has, it's a mixture. And he has that, and he has, like I said, come together with her. He has uh, this one song with Nikki. I think it's trash, but Hope's gonna love him because it's twerk. It's like hot girl summer shit. Okay. Like, ah, oh, here we go. It's like, but it's Nikki being normal Nikki. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sucking and fucking him and blah, blah. And he's like, all right, Nikki, we're done. Like you stop trying to tap into that uh right to that uh mega stallion lane it's over right but she's um, here now <laughs> you're right. over there like stop siphoning stop siphoning the hotness but it's just stuff like that he got a song with uh, Lil Wayne and some other people he actually some of the controversy comes from I think one of those songs that uh he said it's a throwaway line for real but 
you know, Chris Brown won't let nobody, he won't let nobody get away with saying shit about him. Right. Um, he said something like, I only, I only fuck the, I only like black girls with the good hair or some shit. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Then, What's wrong with that? I mean, I guess the, you know, black girls with the not so good hair or ah, okay. black women, period. Just with like, what about us nappy headed hoes? So, I mean, I'm assuming that it just was, you know, it's just a shot that black women like, well, why are y'all setting these beauty standards? I guess good hair. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, the nappy headed hoes decided, like, why he ain't talking about us? I'm not, I don't know. Okay, so if you're listening, if you're listening, if you're listening and you're getting offended, I mean, you go on Instagram because you're on your phone right now, probably. Open up a tab, go to Instagram, and go to at naturally nay (laughs) and get you some hair care tips. Yeah, order some products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, so so, I mean, we got to segue into this topic, damn it, because it's always an outrage with black women, man. And, you know, we're going to protect our black women on this show, man. The nappy-headed ones, we only call you nappy-headed because we want you to, like, to just do better. Okay? We got to do better, so y'all got to do better. Ain't nobody want no nappy-headed nothing. Okay? Right, because black men don't cheat, so. Right. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Hell no. Even if you're nappy-headed. Right. Even if you're nappy-headed. That's nappy-headed. That's your nappy-headed. Right. That's my (laughs) nappy-headed. I love her. I love her, man. I love her. Anyway. Uh, So, Disney announced... That um, was it? Hey, is it Chloe? What's the girl's name? Chloe and Haley? Uh, Haley? 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 Yeah, Haley. Yeah, Haley. Ba- Haley Bailey. <laughs> I know. It's oh, real creative it's parents. Anyway, she's part. She's part of Beyonce's group. Uh, Chloe and Haley. Chloe and Haley. Yep. Off of Grownish. Um, and so she's right, gonna be so the. Awesome. She's landed the role of Ariel in the live action remake of Little Mermaid. We know that, that Aladdin has been remade. The Lion King is gonna be remade. Like they doing all these Disney remakes and stuff. All right? the remakes. Yeah. So. Black people in all of them. And, yeah. And and so people getting mad, right? And, and I, we we gonna get to that. So there's an outrage. Why is she black? Is like it's okay? Because uh, the original character was white. People are like no. She's why is she black? We gonna boycott this film because this isn't right. Now a bunch of different conversations came out. A shout out to Inaudible Bro Enrico. Okay, because he made he came into the group chat and he made some interesting points. And then I watched y'all two go back and forth. Yeah. He came in hot and mad, which is cool. And that's what we have the group yeah. chat for. We love okay. discussion. It's, it's always yeah. gonna be a good, good uh open Broham debate for yeah. sure. I was like, so in the end we like to always get our differences out and see, you know, where each person is coming yeah. from. Well, and, and, and I, I was more of a spectator where I was understanding both sides, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I don't give a fuck, man. Like, it's, I told you, our conversation we had before I got on here was like, bro, it's, it's entertainment and like, you just, they got to do what they got to do. But we, me and you had a similar conversation. Don't ask me what episode it was on. But we talked about uh, representation and having that resonate oh, okay. with the audience um, and making people feel like they want to be a part of it, right? Uh, Rico had a good point about fuck them. We don't need their acceptance. He didn't say it that. I'm paraphrasing. Um, but you know, <laughs> we, black as fuck. we can do we our, our own, own shit. shit. Which is true. Which is true. <laughs> which right. is true. But to the point that you made um, a few minutes ago, they doing all these remakes and they add. They got to infuse black culture into it because otherwise, this is gonna be called the mayonnaise mermaid, bro. Right. And we it's can't be bland as fuck. <laughs> 
She got to be able to hit them notes. This is Disney. For singing purposes alone, you need to have a sister that, that can hit some notes. If you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy-duty equipment to bring your visual concept to light. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. him for being alive. <laughs> I know. I thought that nigga died 15 years ago. I rediscovered him. I hope you better not die no time. Uh, him and Morgan Freeman got to stay alive because one of them, I, I prefer Morgan Freeman, but somebody got to narrate my life. Um, My biopic, man. That Lauren Gross was born on the northwest side of the chart, Michigan. <laughs> he was a quiet boy. <laughs> uh, that's going to be in the biopic. Uh, <laughs> Broad Street, no, uh, no, but to that point, right? So, Lion King, it makes sense because you got to have black folks because it takes place in Africa, right? I mean, so my question, and I asked this what, what, while y- while y'all were going back and forth <clears throat> in, in in the group chat, and I I put the little um the gif of, of uh Michael Jackson eating popcorn, like oh this is getting good, yes, yes, okay, because this is this, I want to ask the real questions, right? Um. <clears throat> Where did the little? It's a Danish fairy tale. All the Disney stuff is adaptations from old fairy tales. But yeah, in the movie, sure. where did it take place? Because let's think about this, right? Mm-hmm. If Ariel is from Miami or some shit, right? Like, if, like, is it in the Caribbean? You feel what I'm saying? Like, like, well, it, is Prince Eric gonna be black? Like, if Sebastian right. the Crab gonna be Jamaican? Because you have to infuse and, Jamaicans in because they make everything cooler with the dialogue. And and that's not a rewrite or edit so look i look at it from two different standpoints one being if you want to go all extra intense into the well let's try to do the uh typography and say well this is where they were they're like okay sure somehow they're going to end up on like a coast somewhere yeah where it's like in the caribbean with slaves so, no that, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, I, I Ariel, I don't think we should be here upon this <laughs> island now. It looks like slavery. <laughs> Swim to shore. <laughs> that rascal slave master man coming in here. <laughs> Wagwan, Ariel. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. Oh, that's funny. 
We got the fattest pound of weed, you know, man. We're gonna get lifted, man. Come on, Ariel, take a puff before you go on the water now. You might drown, man. Boop, boop, boop. Your rascal, it smells like rascal fish down here. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to go through that. <laughs> Shut <laughs> okay, up. We be in there. We be in there. Dying, but no one else. Ah, I, I got a solution. Oh, I got a solution. Okay. We keep the Jamaican crab, right? Mm-hmm. Sebastian. Rihanna plays Ariel. Oh, that'd be well. Nigga. <laughs> Nigga, you, you would be there for that. No, nobody would complain about shit. Even the white folks. The white folks would love it. Let's just look at Rihanna like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, wow. I'm, like, yep, I'm, I'm there. I'm there right now. Chris Brown would even watch that shit. <laughs> Chris Brown be first in line? I'm playing Prince Eric. <laughs> right. Drake be there like, Chris. can I be Sebastian? Oh, Aww, Drake, hey, with the Drake and ass. Man's not him. <laughs> That's it. We solved the problem. We we solved the problem. Okay. So so Rihanna as 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 uh, Ariel, um, Prince Eric is gonna be um, Chris Brown, Brown, and then Sebastian could be um, Drake is Sebastian. Who's 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 the fat uh, lady? We can get Octavia Spencer. Nah, Octavia Spencer. What? I mean, Lizzo's better because she's just big. <laughs> Monique. Nah, we could get Monique. Oh, uh, no, Monique's skinny now. Uh, nah, it don't work. Is Gabrielle like, Bay still fat? Nah, that's too bad. I don't see it. <laughs> Gabrielle Cinnabon. <Sorry. laughs> Shut up. I'm back, nigga. It's loaded. Nigga, I hopped off the car hot. Nigga, what's up? Oh, Duck, nigga. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I, th- I think our new our new creation of uh, Little Mermaid now is way better. Yeah, let's green light right. it. I'm ready. I'll watch right. this. All right. Well, when I when I go in these uh, exact positions in Hollywood, that's what we're gonna we do. In there. I'm All right. That's gonna right. be that's gonna be the pitch game. But, um, I'll hold on to my sure. Scooby-Doo movie. Scooby-Doo goes to seven miles. Uh, I'll keep that one. That, that's that's uh, for later. That, that, nobody quote that. <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> Wait, time out real quick. <laughs> real quick, real quick, real quick. I'm going to give you the premise of how I want the starting scene to, to go in my black Scooby-Doo Detroit movie. Okay. I want them to be riding around in an Escalade, a blue Escalade on rims, and then they pull up on Seven Mile, and it's a dog fight okay. going on, and then they hop out like, hey, this isn't right, and it's, it's Scrappy. <laughs> scrappy dude, it. he just beating up yeah, another yeah. dog on the front yard in front of a trap house on Seven Mile, and they're like, well, we got a mystery solved, and he just lights a black and mild with his do-rag with the tails tied, because we tie our tails, and then he just like, let's go figure it out. To the, to the mystery machine and then they just get in they go riding around and then they bump and blade and that's all I got for the intro and then it comes across like Scooby Doo goes to Seven Mile yeah and I need Shaggy to be played by anybody I want the actual dude who did play Shaggy in the original one I want that guy to still be Shaggy because I just love watching him talk about shit well Scoob oh my god they got guns <laughs> not on Seven Mile though not, not on Seven Mile he, he, he part of the gentrified version of Detroit so maybe we can't keep him 
I gotta think about. No, because they, they're because they're not from Detroit. They're just going to Detroit. Ah, so you're right. Better. You're right. So that's where you need the. the so the only hood person, the, the only hood person, gotta be Scrappy. Scrappy. Here. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay, yes. Scrappy. Okay, yeah, we on. Scooby's like nephew or something. So Scooby's nephew is from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby like. What up? Whoa. What up, Unc? <laughs> Whoa, he's a nigger. Raggy, roar. All right, all right. So wait, wait. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. So uh, this is what I want to do. What did you do? This is all your fault. I know. I, I took us off the rails, but it's fun. We canceled. <laughs> yeah. Nappy hair girls not gonna like us. Gabrielle Cinnabon not gonna like us. Oh my the God. Jamaicans is Chris like, man, Brown, here, here he is with his accent again. All the cocaine. Yeah, the cocaine users. <laughs> shout out to the cocaine users, man. Get off that shit. It's bad for you. Right. I was like, don't shout out the cocaine <laughs> users. Absolutely no shout out to you. Even though y'all might be the most hard work. Do you people. know if you if, if, <laughs> if you do cocaine, do you realize every time you snort a line of cocaine, the dare lion cries? No, I thought every time you do a line of cocaine, you get stronger and smarter. That's what they told okay, me. Okay, see, see, you're promoting no. drug usage. Um, I didn't know. I thought that, I thought that was true. No, I'm cutting. I'm cutting to some Brown, music. I'm cutting to some music. When we come back, I got a, I, I got a debate that I want to. I, I got a beef to pick with you as far as cutting the cord about cable. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Um, so cable. this first track, because this is the Cleveland episode. In case I didn't mention, I think I mentioned it in the intro. It's the Cleveland episode, and so this is the audio road trip. So we're gonna start off with all Cleveland artists, all Ohio artists. Okay, this is it's going by Ike Hush hey. and then Enrico with Everyday Vacation. This is an audible ruckus, motherfucker. In the city street dreams, custom candy painted slabs for the street teams. Look, it's certain rules to be the streets king. A lot of niggas lost the crown for that street cream. Yeah, it's ruling everything around me. Keeping bad bitches dancing all around me. Man, and they can smell I'm hella dope, nigga. Cause all you see is work all around me. Chick had high floss mine You would think I'm Kyrie high toss dimes We gon' need some ID, we don't cross lines Gotta keep it OG, man, at all times Yeah, Cleco for the homies, though I was mastering the P when they was Romeo Bleed, you know I did this for Holyoke EC, nigga, but the clay I first learned the ropes Yeah, and now I got this bitch going All across town, man, I got this bitch going Pumpin' like me, no, man, I got this bitch going like kilos, man, I got this bitch going Yeah, now I got this bitch going All across town, man, I got this bitch going Probably like me, no, man, I got this bitch going Like kilos, man, I got this bitch going I'm in a trap, nigga, that's the sound lab To the top of the world, now that don't sound bad And being number one up on the sound scans A sound plan got me putting out a sound brand Yeah, it's spreading heavy in the streets, too Off a sample, got them not like the fiends do I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like Nino in the Carter G And money get you smoked like a steamroll Yeah, it's going crazy all across T I pray to God for any nigga who should cross me I'm self-made, I must say I'm feeling raw C Got red cuffs and black bottles for the boss G Yeah, it's going live like a newscast News flash, this music is the new crack Hear my city selling game to these new jacks Tell my old money living off a new cast Yeah and now I got this bitch going All across town, man, I got this bitch going Pumpin' like me, no, man, I got this bitch going This like kilos, man, I got this bitch going Yeah, now I got this bitch going All across 
most mad, got this bitch going Straight to the top, that's the only place to take Lavish lifestyle, only right to chase Money on my mind, couple billion ways to make it Power, respect, the last one is sacred All I'm trying to do is pay my dues, keep on beasting Break record sales, independent, keep on feasting Politic with minds that stay focused on achieving Putting days behind me, I was barely out here eating Eastside of Cleveland where my mom had to raise me From there road to hay, it had to catch plenty fading Ain't that nigga ever stole a penny or the J Out my pocket, off my feet, OG Ike on the streets yeah. You'll never doubt me, my nigga just ask about me Probably got your lady trying to get a smash about Texting on my phone saying get this ass about me She can get a lot of things but she won't get no cash about me Yeah, yeah, and now I got this bitch going All across town, man, I got this bitch going Pumping like Nino, man, I got this bitch going Just like kilos, man, I got this bitch going Yeah, now I got this bitch going All across town, man, I got this bitch going Pumping like Nino, man, I got this bitch going Just like kilos, man, I got this bitch going It's your boy Uncle Skeetar, and you are listening to Inaudible Ruckus. Make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and SoundCloud, and check out the website, inaudibleruckus.com. It's Inaudible Ruckus, motherfucker. To Brazil, just to chill. A break from bitter baby mama, bigger paying bills. No cell phone service, just some crabbing tacos for the trail. And for good measure, my four eyed dame and homie will. Fresh air and marijuana for men's, take no more pills. I'm 820 in independence, so no more deals. Stay underwater on them beaches, God gave me gills. Minimalist, 100,000 can spend like meals. I'm rich, bitch, fuck your college boy, I'm stretching out. Trading stocks on the plane rather than chasing clout That's what I'm about, black business feeding black children Only strap I keep on me protecting black women In debt, linens, fresh twisted locks and Apple Watch Replace the H with an M for my landing spot It's McIntyre, keep it simple, no more fancy plots Don't even dance, but when I see a plane, I merely ride We live in I I need an everyday vacation just a split from politics and the fake shit and everyday vacation Just one bag, a few people in my spaceship and everyday vacation Just a split from politics and the fake shit and everyday vacation Just one bag, a few people in my spaceship Filling up my roller, twist it, blow it till we ash it out Just a little buzz with my cousin, then we mashing out This Airbnb is looking sorta like a fashion house Got it on the favor from my sponsor, paid a tad amount Underground legend, no slips, so ain't no cameras out Wait till I can settle, have some rest and bring my family out Walking on the coast and swimming trunks, all my taxes out Only check my phone once a day, see what y'all yapping about 
brick flaring just to keep them staring. Hit the backwoods quick while my Bluetooth is pairing. Feeling woozy in jacuzzis, watching NXT. Wifey in the kitchen making omelets, been I keep. I order, bring, bring that pretty ass here so we can sit back and laugh at old silly ass fears. Gotta live now, ain't no getting back. Years, wheels up, another destination, airport appear. I need an everyday vacation. Just a split from politics and the fake shit and everyday vacation. Just one bag, a few people in my spaceship and everyday vacation. Just a split from politics and the fake shit and everyday vacation. Just one bag, a few people in my spaceship. That was that's it's going by Icus and then Everyday Vacation by Enrico the Genius. Um, so before we get before we get because I want to talk into I want to talk about cutting the cord, but before we get into that, I gotta ask because it's a topic of major uh, discussion. Shout out to water. I'm not drinking Corona tonight. Um, people are going around (laughs) opening up. The ice cream and licking it and putting it back. Then you got people spitting in iced tea and there's all types of crazy foolishness, man. And so, I mean, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it, man. My, my thoughts is uh, they should take uh, my fellow hike bro Rico's advice and take an everyday vacation, but to the center of the fucking sun. These <laughs> motherfucking idiots going around doing just, just dumb shit. For like no reason. For no reason. That's that's, no that's reason. trifling. That's trifling. For for like five seconds of internet fame or internet recognition, because you're not getting famous, you're just getting recognized. Like, oh, that was a dumbass video. And then you're going to jail. Like, <laughs> how stupid are you? If I, I promise you, if I seen somebody sitting there licking some ice cream or licking any shit that I might have picked up or had, they catching the swiftest Street Fighter three uppercut that has ever been delivered. That shit doesn't make any logical sense. Y'all ain't got y'all ain't got nothing else better to do. Right, nigga, just eat the ice cream. That's what we would be doing. We would just be stealing. Well, shit. first off, I ain't, I, ain't buy, I ain't buying shit that don't got a seal on it. That's just not. Uh, I'm boosting. Right. I, that's just not. Oh. What, that's not what's going down. I ain't boosting. I'm cautious. I'll be looking at it like if they don't pop like the snapple cap. Nope. <laughs> yep. I don't wanna you gotta make the little noise. Oh, Alright, so I, I do have a confession, man. I ain't did no stupid shit like that. I was like, you lit some ice cream? Nah, but I've, I've, cause, the, what is it? The, the, the charge is tampering with consumer goods or whatever. Oh, okay. 
So when I was a kid, and don't ask me what got into me, man. One of the OGs went to the, (laughs) I think the devil like just took over me. I couldn't even explain it. I told my mom afterwards, like I did this shit. And she's like, why'd you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I just, I was bored. Uh, I'm at Home Depot though, so ain't nothing to lick, okay? Uh, I I would hope not. So I was just, I'm a kid. I was there with an OG dude. I'm like, ain't no toys up in here, man. This is Home Depot is whack. Like, it ain't no other aisle you could just walk down. It's like the bathroom aisle, the fucking ceiling fans, and then drill bits. Two by four. Yeah. It's like a lonely three two by four that lost his tongue. Nah. He had to get a tongue transplant. No. What I, what I started doing, what I started doing was, and I, I was a kid, so like this shit definitely the statute of limitations itself. I started taking the stickers off. <laughs> On the prices and just mixing them up and just putting them on shit. Up and down the highway. Just toop, 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 toop. So this 99 cent uh, screws or whatever go on this drill for like $150 and shit. I'm just like, don't ask me why. It's just, man, what if I put this with that and put that one with this one? This will be cool. Yeah. Oh my God. And then walked out the store like, yeah, I did that shit, man. I I did five aisles. Can you imagine the nigga that's in line waiting for? I, Cause I've been that guy. I picked up a ninja uh, blender and it just said like twenty bucks. I'm like, oh fuck, that's a steal, nigga. I'm off that shit. I get to the line, I just run that shit. I'm like, bloop, that'll be sixty dollars, bitch. What you talking about? Yep. It's like twenty dollars. And they gotta give it to you. They gotta give it to you. They don't. They don't. <laughs> oh, they, they don't give it to you for that price? No, they don't do that shit no more. They got enough of that customer's always right shit. They're like, uh, the customer don't be right. But, like, maybe on Tuesday. Like okay, so this is what like, we gotta do. We gotta have the kid version of me go in before you <laughs> and just start moving shit around. Uh, slap, slap, slap. This shit is wild. The, okay, the worst thing, well, worst thing I could ever do that I thought about, because I wasn't like that. I was like, look, I don't like to get in trouble. I feel like going to jail is the scariest thing that I, I could ever be involved in. And but it smells. It smells real bad in jail. I assume so. With all the butt fucking and all the weird shit that's happening in there. But I don't want no parts of that. So therefore, like I was, uh, I remember it was Super Kmart back in the day. And I, Pokemon was hot. Pokemon blue and red. I'm walking around with my Game Boy and my mom's going to do whatever. And I'm like, yeah, oh shit, I caught me a a fucking electrode or some dumb shit. <laughs> and, uh, Dweeb. Also, my shit was like, my shit was like, mm-hmm. that fucking Game Boy Color battery died. I'm like, I'm like, wait, I'm in a store. <laughs> well, <laughs> I grabbed me a pack of double A's, ripped that shit battery? open, <laughs> ripped that shit open, put, put the new batteries in, put the old batteries in there, and just walked away. And I'm like, oh, back to fucking find this shit. And then uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, uh, I, just hearing, no, I just started hearing shit on the news, uh, on, on the uh, overcom. I was like, he's heading to the left. He's going down to aisle three. I was like, that shit sounds real familiar. Like, I'm on aisle three. <laughs> so then I look and I see like some paper towels. I kid you not. I moved the paper towels and there was this nigga face that looked like black fucking blade. He had the blade glasses. And like, Put the battery back. He won't go to jail. I was like, they saw me. <laughs> I was shook. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to fucking jail. Over two no, batteries, dog. Over fucking two. 
my dumb ass, I didn't think about it. If I was smart, I would have just put the old dead batteries into the pack and kept my batteries in my house. I put, I took the batteries out because I was like, they can, they can see me from everywhere now. So yeah. I was just too nervous. I put those batteries in the wrong thing, and then next thing you know, uh, I got home and was like, I almost went to jail for some dumb ass batteries. Like, yeah. fuck Pokemon. Fuck this shit. That's why I don't like Pokemon Go to this day. They almost had to go to jail for some fucking Zapdos or some dumb shit. Never again. That's funny. Wild. But I ain't lick no damn ice cream. I'll tell you that. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because that's we are civilized folk here. Um, right. All right. Still swift. So pleasantries, pleasantries and funny anecdotes aside, man, I, I got a bone to pick with you, man. So you came... I think you came on this show a couple times said, Or I just know we had personal conversations We was talking about streaming And you like oh I cut my cable down man bro I, I got Netflix and I got Hulu and I got this and then, Okay that was cute and all that shit Early on right but now it, We are going through probably the, the Craziest time when it comes to TV Content programming whatever Because now every little network Is coming out they got the Disney app They got the ABC app They got the BET app They got the Stars app Everybody got an app yeah. Okay, so now you got to sit up here. You got to mix and match different bundles. You got to trade logins with your friends. You got to cancel and reactivate shit. Um, to like as your shows come and go and stuff. That shit is too ridiculous. The whole point of doing all of this was so that we could not have to pay cable. Okay. Yeah. So but, explain, but, explain, explain yourself, sir. So it makes no okay. sense. So I mean, it don't. Like, listen, back in the day, what do we do? We paid a guy. So a, a solid amount of money to Jimmy rig our fucking cable box. He bring in his own cable box. Like yeah, I work for the cable company. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you off with the the extra extra channels. But the shit gotta be touching the shit. And if you flip it over, it messes it up. So you pay like three four hundred dollars for that, and then you could cut the cord. It's always some way to circumvent the shit. Now back in the day when I was talking about this, it was only Hulu, Netflix. And then maybe the premium channels. Yeah. And that was cool. And, you know, everybody could jump on Netflix. Yep. So I, I still got, like, a Netflix code that ain't mine. Yep. Like, who, who pays for Netflix at this point? Right. Hulu, same thing. So Shout, shout out to Smiles. Everybody, <laughs> back shout like, out to the, uh, the, uh, the Uncle Urban Podcast. <laughs> everybody got, like, greedy. So they're like, oh, Netflix and Hulu ain't going to be making all the money. We got our own shows. So therefore, we're like, while we hyping up Netflix with our old NBC shows, we'll get an NBC app. And it's like, and then instead of this, like, the niggas just got hyped. But yeah. no reason you know how they, they see something working and then they got to get a piece of it too. Corporate America like, always got to fuck the fun up. Always. But in the end, I was like, for me, it fucks nothing up because all it takes it's to know somebody to know somebody. I promise you, at the end of the day, if you got friends, look, we gonna crowdsource this shit. I'm not going back to cable. I'm not going back to paying two, $300 for cable, all the channels, plus the internet and all that shit. Like, look, I'll get this and this. Yeah. I'm paying max $30. Another friend gets this and this. Another friend gets this and this. Uh, okay. We all make the same code. Und understood. Understood, right? But we also, uh, I mean, and... For those that don't know, like yo, yo, like you and your friends, like what y'all, that's a different situation. Okay, we talking about the average household. Okay, with like a nigga, his wife, or a wife, a single mom and her kids, and this and that and this and that. Okay, so because y'all. 
If you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy-duty equipment to bring your visual concept to light. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. Okay, what you have going on is a unique situation, right? Y'all all are collaborating and sharing resources and this and that. Everybody don't do that. Okay, so let's not even talk about me, right? Let's just take it back to Detroit. Let's pick some random neighborhood, some random... Even if you say, okay, me and my friend, we're going to do this and this and that. You don't trust these niggas enough. You're the only responsible friend there is, nigga. Somebody cancel the shit, you go to log on. Oh, I guess such and such ain't pay their Netflix account, man. What the fuck we going to watch that? You feel what I'm saying? You can't trust people like that. Okay, everybody, your situation is is that works, okay? And then and then not not, not even to I want to be more objective, right? I don't want to get too caught up in my feelings and stuff, okay? But I tried. So I went when I had signed up for uh, I got me a new iPhone that's all you can do the direct whatever they little direct stream direct shit TV. was. Yeah, 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 that little oh, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That's all you can pull it up on a PlayStation, blah blah this and that. So I'm like, "All right, bet." Then they show me all the packages. Oh, it's $30 a month. I'm like, "Okay, cool." But all the channels Cause we get, you gotta understand, my wife she loves her, her Charlotte and Easy, she loves her movie channels. So I'm like, okay, if I take this combination with this combination to get all of the channels that we have on cable, I would have to pay the thirty dollars plus the extra twenty for this, plus the extra twenty for that, plus the extra fifteen for this, and then this and that, and then I started adding it up because I'm just I'm, I am not good at math, but I can count the fuck out of some money, okay? Right. So, uh, especially when I'm spending, it. and I looked at it and I was like. Nigga, this equal the same as paying the fucking cable bill. And then, and then, because like you said, you paying for the internet too. Okay, I can pay for all of this shit. Because if you got all these apps and everybody's using all these apps in different rooms, this and that, you watching the shit, it's buffering. Okay, then it stops and then you got to wait and it's got to reload the signals. That's some stupid shit. Okay, I can just cut my fucking TV on on cable and it all just be there. Every channel that I need just be there. I don't have to log out, switch over, call so-and-so to text me the new password, wait for the email confirmation to put the code in to verify the change of the password because they forgot, we forgot, somebody else used it, somebody else gave it to somebody else outside of the circle of the friends and shit. So it boils down to this. Do you want want the old school with with the, like, all the different fixtures and you can change this, change that, the Android phone shit where you all right, well, I'm going to manipulate this. I'm going to give myself the best this and that. And it is a little bit more hassle, but you get a little bit of discount. You get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Or do you want to just buy the new, the brand new car? It has everything fully loaded. It's up to you. You're going to pay a little bit more. You're going to pay the premium price, but you get everything and it's a nice, perfect experience. I had to learn for myself. Mm-hmm. I used to love that experience where it's like, all right, it, look, it just works. I don't care. But then I was like, man, I'm paying how much for this shit every month? And then all of a sudden, when they, they're like, we, we'll give you the premium channels for free. But then, in three months, yeah. that's going to skyrocket to $4,000. Well, well, I will, I will say like, this. Yeah, I will no, say this. So, to your point, I don't want to sound like Mr. Like, what? what is this? What, what, what is I had somebody that used to work for AT&T, and he would just sign me up every three months. So if my bill wasn't that high. Right. Now it's super high now because my wife loves these yeah, movies. So now you really like I don't. I didn't really start watching a lot of TV because you got to remember too. I'm talking all this shit. I didn't have cable growing up. <laughs> Shout out to Mama yeah. Low. 
I didn't have cable growing up. Okay, so one of the, it's three things when I moved out the house. I said that I'm going to have and I'm going to keep because I didn't have them growing up. Well, I had the other two things, but three things that I will not like go back to. I don't give a fuck how how poor I get. Okay, I'm not going back to just basic TV. I'm not going back to two ply toilet or one ply toilet paper. I prefer three ply, but you know. Um, and I'm not eating generic cereal. That's just not gonna happen. So you can keep your fruit rings to yourself, my nigga. Like I'm never going back to that shit. <laughs> nah. 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 I don't need your 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 um wheat oats. Yeah, yeah, nah. nah fuck out of here. Your, your fruity rubbles, like nah, I'm cool on all that. Cinnamon diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> that, that crackhead looking ass bear cat thing on right? there. Like, what is that? Uh, that mascot. I don't even know what that is. Like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scrappy Duke with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. You want any of your Diamond D cereal? Like, what up? <laughs> that's a nigga that's on. It's like you can copy the cereal. You don't need to bootleg the fucking, <laughs> fucking Tony the Mercat. Talk about some. <laughs> talk about what, some. What is it? You've heard of Tony the Tiger. This is just Tony. <laughs> the Tony the t- <laughs> Tony, my next door neighbor. What up? Frosted Flakes. <laughs> they are. <aight. laughs> flakes that got some frost on them. They cool. Flake Frost. <laughs> it's, it's straight up. <laughs> they straight and whatnot. Oh. Alright. But oh yeah. No, so, so, but to, to, to put a button on that shit, man, it's all subjective to what works for you. But I just, because people, oh, y'all stupid, y'all still paying. And we ain't even talked about the fire stick. People, oh, we got the fire stick. Oh, we got this yeah. and that. That shit played, bro. Hey, some people got some. No, they got the hookups. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not that good with it. I, I, I broke, jail broke my own yep. once upon a time. And I was like, it was straight. After the updates I, I've and met stuff. Some people, yeah, I met some people that got, they shit decked out. They got all the moves. I was like, yeah, I ain't got, I'm not that You, 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 you got to have somebody. Because we yeah. we tried it, and you know how many times movie night got fucked up because we sitting up there waiting on shit to buffer and shit, bro? It was, the, it was the, like, oh, my God, it was annoying. Anyway, moving on. Sports. Sports. Um, so I had put the outline together, and as I mentioned in the intro, man, so some shit happened last week after we recorded where Kawhi announced that he was going to the Clippers, and then the Clippers traded for Paul George. Fun guy. <laughs> 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 So I, I, I want to talk about this. I wanted to talk about this, right? The move is good and it's not. But I wanted to ask you, as far as Kawhi and us finally kind of like learning his personality, and he came. We thought he was just oh, he just don't do nothing. He don't say nothing. He he pretty much sat and mapped everything out and got and got things the way he wanted. He's low key one of the coldest niggas like in the league as far as Smooth even like playing the game. Right. Super smooth operating as nigga. We. We've underestimated Kawhi for years. Yeah. I remember watching him go against LeBron. I'm like, who is this nigga that's putting it to LeBron? I'm like, why can't you just beat this guy? And now we know, like, years later, like, okay, no, he was that's his rival. even back then. He, he going for LeBron's yeah. neck. And we the whole time, we like, oh, LeBron versus KD, KD versus LeBron, blah, blah. And Kawhi's like, bitch, please. Because yeah. <laughs> Kawhi's like the anti-them niggas. Because Kawhi, they even, it's reported that, like, they asked Kawhi to score. Back in the day, and it was like because he wasn't a scorer, he was just like great defender. He was just kind of a solid player. Mm-hmm. But hey, Kawhi, you got an aging ass uh, Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker. Carry these niggas. We need you to 
score more to get LeBron tired. And he just did. And that's how he won a uh, finals MVP. So since then, that's just become his repertoire. And again, I don't think they would have won. Toronto wouldn't have won if, let's say, Clay was able to stay alive because mm-hmm. that team was just firepower or if KD was there. But the fact that he took yeah. those guys that could not get over the hump with uh, Trash as uh, Kyle Lowry and, um, and uh, DeMar DeRozan, like Choke Artist Supreme, LeBron owned them. Yeah. Like he took that same pretty much similar squad with a couple extra pieces child Marcus saw and made them champions. And then he's going over to now roll out like, all right, I'm cool, done with y'all. Now he's heading back to uh, LA. That's where he wanted to be, reported where he wanted to be in the first place. Yep. And he went back there, but not with the Lakers and made the Clippers like of importance and yeah. then snatched Paul George. And this nigga is Kaiser Sosa. He's a mastermind. Yeah. Yep. It, it's a it's amazing to see like, wow, this nigga just did some extra crazy shit. And Bruh. this has been maybe the best free agency of all that time. I can remember ever. I, I've been seeing so I've been seeing for the NBA season. <laughs> well no, it's NBA Jams. It's about to be NBA Jams. You gotta pick your two all your two best players. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What what well, I will say this before we go to the other trade that happened just today before we got on the air. <laughs> Um, that defense for the Clippers, I, I just wanted to speak to it because I was a defensive specialist like growing up playing Kawhi, ball. Pat Beverly, Mo and Harkless, PG. and oh, Mo Harkless. Oh my god, and, and so obviously you touched on it, right? But Pat, y'all niggas scoring. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be like 50 to zero at, at halftime. Like, yeah, right. um, it's gonna be nasty just off the simple fact that like Pat Beverly knows his role. Mo Harkless, they know their roles. Those are the real pieces. They're glue guys. They're gonna help like be cohesive and stuff. And I think I seen the post. Like, imagine if you coming up to court and they call for a switch, and then you get Kawhi, then you call for another switch, and you get uh, Paul George, then you call for another switch, and you got fucking Pat Beverly like on you and shit, nigga. You're not getting the ball up the court. Yeah, it's really fucking hard. Yeah. So it's, it, yeah. it's crazy for that, but. It's, I, like I'm just excited to see all these different changes because this is like that five to six years, everything shifts. The yeah. whole landscape of the NBA has shifted, starting with LeBron's moves last year, and now it's just every, all these contracts expiring and shit. Like, oh my god, everybody's flying all over the place. Yeah. So like next year, it's just even the, t- the talent is evenly so distributed across the league now, for the most part. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. If you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy-duty equipment to bring your visual concept to life. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com in the major markets anyway yeah i don't see any real super teams i think denver still looks really good but they're they're probably like the most complete team just overall with no question like super superstars question because i think i think denver will still be top three next year for sure because um, of the cohesion because all these moves are good but they got to be cohesive um exactly they gotta work the chemistry two teams that i want to pay attention to because i feel like it's about to flip now one team is gonna is they had this is their window to move up and one team is gonna take a step back portland with by them getting hassan Whiteside having uh that that presence in the paint 
and that uh, that extra option and that defensive like anchor, so to speak, I feel like they're gonna take another step forward. And if they don't, this is their last opportunity to for their window closing. I feel like they're not, unfortunately. I okay. Just, I don't feel it for Portland. They're they're exciting to watch, but anytime the, the big lights come on them, they fold like lawn chairs. But but it's just it, it's not their fault. It, okay. It's definitely not like Dane's fault. But it's just how they're built. They're just not. What they changed? I don't know. It's something missing. I, I agree, but I feel like they didn't. They didn't need another star. They just needed another piece. I think for what they have, they're still cohesive as well. Just like kind of like with Denver, I feel just, like. Are you putting all your faith in Whiteside? Hell no. I don't. Hell no. I, like that team just doesn't do it for me. Defense like, is, they, is what they lacked. Uh, a defensive I mean, anchor. For real, for real, Denver should have took them out. They should have. I was like, it was very close. I was like, but Denver should have won. I was like, I think this year it just makes them better. Denver is better. They're they're ready. People yeah. know now. They don't notice, and people are gonna be getting shut down by Denver. So they they have more time. So I think they will get away with them. And it took a crazy heroic shot to get them out of there. So I was like, I, I think this team is gonna be better because they know know so much. And I, I don't. I really don't think Portland's gonna be in the top five. The okay. So, so the next, the other team I wanted to pay attention to. Where do you think the Warriors are gonna go? Do you think they're gonna drop all the Ooh. way down? Nah. Uh, or you think they stay towards the top? They still got the original Warriors. They still got the Splash Bros and uh, Draymond. And, and that's Draymond. It. Everybody else gone. Yeah. I mean, but they that's how they were kind of built with a bunch of other players when they won their first championship. So they go they gonna miss Iguodala. Because oh, sure. he was a key, he was a key cog in that, and they waved like, Livingston. Those two guys. I, were, I, that were, was wild. Because yeah. Livingston gave you quality minutes. He's a, a a big, long three and D guy. Mm-hmm. So that's that's you need that. Ask uh, Houston because that's what Trevor Reza was. Okay. They they missed him right badly. here. Okay, we, so. we we on in Houston. Okay, because so uh, we was gonna come oh, on this show and we was gonna talk about where. Oh, where do you think Russell Westbrook is going to end up? <laughs> um, uh, so the teams. If you don't know, now you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> so initially, there were talks that Detroit was a front runner. There were talks that Miami was I'm a sad front that runner. That didn't happen. I know. And I was all Those set to start way better. Them. I, yeah, oh, I think they were. I think so. they were better fits. But and Houston was a long shot, right? But they still kind of mentioned Houston. I'm like, Houston wants everybody. Houston wanted Jimmy Butler. They just throwing people on the court yeah. together that don't fit. And sure enough, they just want to get rid of Chris Paul. And, anybody, and anybody. they did. <laughs> they did. They they traded him for a pair of uh, Chuck E. Cheese tokens and some Pokemon Go, uh, <laughs> some Pokemon Go uh, cartridges. Uh, so, uh, Russell yeah. Westbrook was traded to the Houston Rockets for Chris Paul and two first round picks for like twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five or whatever. So, wow. um, thoughts? Like, what's, just, what's your thoughts for? Uh, let's start with Houston. How do you think that impl- uh, impacts Houston? Uh, I think they're still stagnant. Honestly, I, I'm interested how it's going to work because, as we mentioned off air, uh, Russ and uh, Harden are number one, number two in player usage, mm-hmm. like with the ball. So they, I, I don't know how two ball hogs essentially will, or ball dominant players are going to be able to work together in a D'Antoni system where it's shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah. and more shoot no defense just shoot some more please like it's gonna be very weird to see I'm curious though because I think uh, he offers a, a more important dynamic uh, like with the explosion and uh, issue to guarding him than uh, Chris Paul does yeah. 
So that that's interesting. But so I don't see them getting like a lot better. I, I see them. It's kind of almost a move move because they're yeah. better in certain aspects. It's a lateral but move. They're not going to be a yeah. And I was like, well, I think they're better because Russ gets hurt way less than Chris Paul. Gotcha. So in that case, I guess we can say they did get better, but not by much. And they got as much as they did get better in one aspect, as far as like moving the ball and things like that. I don't think. Russ is better than Chris Paul in that aspect. So I think they lost a lot of like just natural, actual point so, guard ball movement. So, so what do you think now with Chris Paul? Because now we, they was cracking jokes on the time. I like, oh shit, now they're going to say Chris Paul going to come to the Pistons. And I'm like, don't, I don't want that bum on my team. <laughs> Please don't do that. Do, don't do that. To, do you think, well, I mean, do you think well, OKC wait. buys him out? I do. Okay. But if they did, I mean, I mean, knowing all the Detroit people I know, the name Reggie Jackson. Oh no. <laughs> okay. If, if if it's one person, okay, we don't want Reggie Jackson. But if it's another person that we definitely don't want, is you Cliff want to take Paul. Chris Paul over no. Reggie Jackson? I I don't want either of them. I would, but I don't want him on my team. This is like what's gonna happen. Minimal salary? No, I don't give a fuck about salaries. It's not a good. He, what is he gonna do? He gonna be another nigga. D Rose, him, T Mac. Fucking oh, yeah, Chris Webber, fucking Allen Iverson, a long list of niggas that's going to come to Detroit to die, okay? No, we don't want him, okay? Fuck him. I don't want Chris Paul on my hey, team. Hey, I became, I'm low-key a Pistons fan because of Blake. I told you, I call that shit, and I like watching his name grow. We definitely so don't want to turn into curious. the Clippers. You want us to turn into Live that's, City? That's true. I forgot those two were there. Yes. Yeah, nah. And all you, you, just, re, you just replaced uh, DeAndre for Andre. <laughs> oh God! <that's> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, get rid of him too. Jesus, okay, I got a prediction. I got a prediction. Either Chris Paul is gonna end up in Miami, he's or he will stay in OK, or he will stay in OKC and OKC will bring back Melo, or Chris Paul uh, will go play point guard for the Lakers. Uh, I don't like any of those. Maybe Miami you, just cause. You know why you don't but, like any of them? Because Chris Paul, Chris Paul is weak. He's not the same Chris yes. Paul. He can't do what he... I mean, he's clutch. He got leadership just now, but he's an asshole. Don't nobody want to play with him, and he's not a good fit nowhere no more because the point guard game, as far as he's concerned, and has just gone. And he's what? Yeah, and it, it's kind of over. I mean, I, was like, I, I like Chris Paul, but his, his time has passed. He's an undersized guy, and he's injury-prone. So, just like as far as his usage, I, I like him as a player. And even if you call him an asshole, whatever the case may be, I, I like that in players so that like hype certain people up and yeah, it's okay yeah. to be that intense but for the most part just as far as like diminishing skills and diminishing return I think his time is kind of coming to an end so I wouldn't mind watching him in Miami and seeing what they can do out there but mm-hmm. otherwise I don't like any of those moves the Lakers that's a terrible move right, right, right. Um, they, how, how do you feel because people like oh what if the Lakers sign Melo and have him come off the bench what do you think about that Ew, that's gross too gotcha. like I don't like any of that like I don't think the Lakers are going to do good at all, but I see that they didn't make any of the like more relevant moves, and of course the trade deadline and stuff isn't up, so we have to see what the team the final, yeah, yeah. yeah, the final team looks like. But LeBron playing point, more point, and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah this would be interesting. And Cousins, he said, see if Cousins can get back healthy, yeah. and uh, AD got to stay healthy. It, it, it's going to be interesting. They're going to be. A big ass uh, <laughs> start five, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> like a monster. So, so, so real like quick, folks, yeah. what do you think about the Cavaliers? Anything? 
<laughs> moving on. Moving on. <laughs> no, uh, real no. quick, real quick. The NBA is talking about adding challenge flags. Um, and so what's going to happen is you will be able to, let me, let me pull this up. It's, it's, no, I'm about to tell you. So the NBA is is they was testing it at first, but then now they said they actually gonna do it. You will be able to challenge a called out of bounds violation, a goaltending violation, or a basketball interference violation. Uh, I like the goaltending because sometimes that stuff needs to be reviewed. Yeah. Can you challenge out of bounds? Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Well, all the other shit, I don't care about. Well, I mean, so basket interference is offensive goaltending. That's all the shit is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like it. at first I thought I was like, okay, wait, are they gonna be throwing flags? Who's gonna slip on this? You my stupid ass. I'm like, oh, they gonna no, slip. You can't no, just really throw that shit on the floor. Then I was like, oh, they can be like soccer and they'll just have little cards that they'll be able to wave to the referee. But what happens yeah. is they're gonna have to if they want to challenge but, something, they got no. They have to call timeout and then signal like do the little whoop de whoop sign, the uh, little roll it. <laughs> Twirl okay. your fingers uh, towards the that's referee. Cool. I think that's cool and official. I don't know. I think it's gonna fuck the flow of the game up. It could, but NBA is hot right now, so I don't. I don't. I think it'll only make things a little bit better mm-hmm. for like precise calls. We'll have to see though. I, I don't see it like damning the game though. Okay. People, we like that shit. So, and we like basketball a lot. So yeah. it, it doesn't have the same flow issues as baseball. I'm, I'm watching Summer like League right now, and I don't know any of these motherfuckers. And I'm just like, oh, this is cool. Not one of them. <laughs> like RJ and Zion, and that's it. Well, they sat Zion out because they was like, oh, his knees bruised. Oh, yeah. Nope, fuck it. Yeah. Go to the casino. Rest up, out. champ. <laughs> he pushed the nigga out the way and dunked on his soul. And then he was like, all right, I'm done. All right. No more of that. So we're going to cut to some music, man. Uh, E-Ray, give the inaudibles, because uh, it's been a minute, So and we got new we got new listeners and stuff, so give them your social medias. New folks, this is E-Ray, <laughs> E-Ray underscore, or E underscore R-A-Y, the hipster. It's been a long time since I had to say that shit. The five-hour <laughs> bad guy, the Diet Coke of evil, the queen slayer, all that cool shit, Mr. Hype Bro. Mr. Hype Bro himself. Uh, also, Hike underscore Bros, B R O S, for more random hikes, doing all the cool shit, climbing mountains, and looking glorious while I do so. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. Um, no problem. So, we're going to cut to some music. This next track is called Poseidon by P.O. Shout out to him. He got some, he's got some stuff in the works that he's working on. Uh, got a project dropping. Oh. And then 1999 by Clay Bomba. Okay, shout out to Cleveland, man. It's a Cleveland episode. What's good? It's an audible ruckus. Motherfucker. Jam, 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 jam. NBA jam. Bitch. Yeah. So excited, it ain't nothing like it, you the one Won't you slide inside it, I just wanna ride it I'm in love, boy, you got it locked I feel I'm indicted, you the gang Yeah
Just that shit. Why you standing idle? How can I invite you to my place? Party at the palace. Anything you like, you bring your team. You can do the thing. You are not entitled to a thing. Come and kiss the king. Now you going viral. What you think? That I'm trying to buy you after I one night. You listen, baby. Right hand on the Bible. I ain't nothing like you. Won't you stay? Once you spend the night, you bound to see your title. If I let you ride it like a bike, you better. That had your cycle, that mean baby I can't have no baby by no woman like you This shit crazy, I was just a baby Witnessing this cycle, you my idol Bitches like you, niggas wanna be just like you Change the title, I'ma call a rifle Bust it every night, boo, she like Boy, I get so excited, it ain't nothing like it You the one, won't you slide inside it I just wanna ride it, I'm in love Boy, you got it locked, I feel I'm indicted Get it soaked, wet just how you like it, I feel like Poseidon She like, boy, I get so excited It ain't nothing like it, you the one Won't you slide inside it, I just wanna ride it I'm in love, boy, you got it locked I feel I'm indicted, get it soaked Wet just how you like it, I feel like Poseidon She like, you know I've been living lavish hey. Come on and hop in the phantom hey. She trippin', she losing the mind hey. Like baby, it's missing the handle hey. Now baby, I been had a handle One button, I hitting this flipping like channels I touch her, she stripping this lit like a candle She love it, she sweating, she getting dismantled Like, hey, I got bras in Atlanta But you know I'm setting the standard All of my clothes are designer You know the print came in Panda Baby, it's real as it seems We ballin', we winnin', we livin' the dream Whatever you call it, we livin' like kings Whenever I call her, she straight to the scene She say, boy, I get so excited It ain't nothing like it, you the one Won't you slide inside it? I just wanna ride it, I'm in love Boy, you got it locked, I feel I'm indicted Get it soaked, wet just how you like it I feel like Poseidon, she like, boy I get so excited, it ain't nothing like it You the one, won't you slide inside it? I just wanna ride it I'm in love, boy, you got it locked I feel I'm indicted, get it soaked Wet just how you like it I feel like Poseidon, she like... What up, though? It's Uncle Skeetar And you are listening to the Inaudible Ruckus Podcast Okay, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on SoundCloud. Okay, you can also go to the website and copy some merch at audibleruckus.com slash shop. Solid dudes, solid topics, solid music. And Audible Ruckus. Aye. Yo. Let's get it. Yeah, I just got my paycheck. It's Friday night and I'm finna bless. I'ma hit the town like I'm famous. And blow down with my A-list. My bills pay, I'm so lit. Geek duck, can't fake this. My nine to five game of overtime and I bow hard like I never miss. No games here, no play shit. Authentic, no counterfeit. I'm sauced up and I'm on one. I'm the realest one since Bone Thugs, yeah. I think I'm hot now. I got the city with me. Everything I got is dead. Never knew no fitness, fitness, so let's go. We gon' celebrate tonight cause we alive Everybody hold your cup up in the sky We gon' party like it's 1999 Work hard, play hard, every time let's fight
Hey, back then they did want me. Now I'm up my line jumping. I'm coming down like I'm mouth fast with a bigger bag, and that's big facts. Got a natural high, no pills now. Better life for my kids now. And I'm about to own my own home. Do y'all know how that feel now? We're rich now. Hey, we auto, we got it, we auto, we need it. Summa cum laude, niggas, how do we bleed? And we get the fusion, we got the key. Facts, baby. Hey, and I'm a bro, it's the gang gang. And all we do is the damn thing. Let's pour and pop this quest main tonight. We gon' celebrate tonight cause we alive Everybody hold your cup up in the sky We gon' party like it's 1999 Work hard, play hard, every time let's ride with Poseidon and then 1999 by Clay Bama. Shout out to Cleveland, man. So I got a special treat for y'all, man. I have the opportunity to sit down with Stally out of Ohio, out of Maslin, you know, Akron area. Um, shout out to the homie JC Seals the third, the big homie, man. Um, we've been mobbing for like the past, what, four or five years, I think. Like four years, four and a half years. Um, you know, doing the It's Just Rap show at Warehouse Live. So this month we're doing the fifth annual It's Just Rap Fest, okay, at Warehouse Live. It's on July 21st. That's a Sunday. So y'all hit me up if you listen to this now and it's still time, like you want to go, hit me up. I got tickets. Um, but Stiley will be headlining there, okay? We've been trying to, like, you know, uh, level up and, and get, like, bigger artists in there and stuff. So Stiley agreed. And part of that, part of him being a part of the show, he said, hey, I'll do an audible ruckus. So this is an interview that I got a chance to sit down with him and just talk about his career um, and how he's went from being on a label to now functioning in the independent space. And just, like, overall man shit. Because, you know, that's what we talk about on this show, how to be a better man. And one man, too, if you're listening. But, yeah, we want to talk about the real shit. So here it is. It's me interviewing Stiley. It's an audible ruckus, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so Stiley, what up, though, man? What's going on with you? I'm good, man. Can't complain. Excited, ready for the uh, the future. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I, I would say the present, man. Okay, I'm ready okay. Now, man, what's going on right now? I'm excited. 
<laughs> so no, I appreciate you taking the time out, man. And so when I when I got this opportunity, I'm like, oh shit, because I'm from Detroit, right? So I'm hip, like to the Midwest. Thing. Okay. I, I went to college in Ohio, so you know I used to hang out in Cleveland a lot. So I, I knew about you from the jump because I used to do college radio and all of that. So right, uh, I'm looking. I'm, I'm like, well, where has he been? Right. So then I start going back. I'm looking through and stuff and I, I got hip to a couple of the tapes and stuff. And that's where I want to start with. Right. Because I feel like uh-huh. when we get to going through like your discography and stuff, you part of a special group of artists. Right. It's a special group of artists where y'all got signed and then like it. But right at the time when it was it was switching over to where it was beneficial for everybody to be independent. So do you feel that way? Like, Or was that was that is that yeah, accurate? Yeah, I mean, it's very accurate because I, I would, you know, to add to that, I would say that we were some of the first kids who were doing it independent and really creating our own buzz and really creating our own style and carving our path into the industry. Yeah. And then everybody, like you said, just started getting picked up. Everybody got picked up from different labels or different artists and started doing their own thing. And then after that, it's like it became cool to be or to do what we were doing in the beginning. Yeah. Which was being independent and holding it down and doing your own thing. So, so, so question for you then, right? If you was already doing your own thing, and then you get a taste of, uh, of the label life, right? And then now here you are independent again. Was it was it that mm-hmm. much of a switch to switch back to independence? Or is it like, nah, because you've just been mobbing the way that you initially started off? Nah, I would say it is. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, with me and with, you know, becoming, being independent, then going to a label and then becoming independent again. It wasn't as natural as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I try to explain that it's kind of like, you know, being in prison and coming home. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And when you come home, you know, not, I haven't been home. I mean, I haven't been in prison for a long stint, but I know a lot of people who have, but I, I'm just using the analogy of, it's like being in prison and coming home after five, ten years, and everything around you has changed. Mm. So when I was independent before, you know, blogs were a big, big deal. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it was like uh, you had two dope boys and I write and on Smash and yep, yep. Um, you know all of these different these blogs. So when you were posted on these blogs, it meant everything because again you could get signed off of just being posted on these blogs or you can gain a crazy following because you were posted on these blogs. So back then that's what it was, but now being in the period, there's no more blogs. There's no more real like publications that can put you on to artists or hip you to anybody now because everybody has social media or they have their own way to promote themselves. So now it's a whole different ball game. So yeah, so being independent now is much different because you can do a lot more. And then why I say, you know, being different, being independent from now, I mean, from then until now, also, it's like learning everything over, right? Mm -hmm. So when you a label, you got, or on a label, you got people who, help you and help you with promotion and marketing and doing all these things but now it's like you have to take control of that and then you have to find out how you do twitter like i tell people all the time when i put out my first album 
and I, when I was still with MMG and Atlantic Records, when mm-hmm. I put out my first album, you couldn't even put videos on Twitter. You couldn't even put videos uh, That's true. Because I was the early stages Instagram. of social media still, too. Like, it wasn't, it, yeah. Right. Yeah, you, yeah you, <laughs> couldn't even put, you couldn't even put videos on Instagram. You couldn't put, you couldn't even go live or tell us or have an Instagram story, you know. Then, on top of that, you didn't have Apple Music or Spotify. There was Spotify, but Spotify wasn't what it is now. Right, right. It was really just kind of like starting, so it was like Spotify and it was Pandora, but you didn't have Apple Music, you didn't have Tidal or none of these things. Streaming wasn't a big deal. So now that I'm independent and I'm not with a label and I'm doing everything myself, it's about learning those things. Yeah. And, and I, felt, I felt like, because I, I went back, I was listening to the uh, the Tell the Truth, Shame the Devil series, right? Um, and mm-hmm. on Jean Jacket, I feel like you, like everything that you just said, that you kind of like put most of that into the song, like describing how it felt like with that shift. Would, would you, is that fair to say? Oh, it's definitely fair to say. Yeah. And that's another thing too, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm one of those artists who I put everything in the music. You know, I'm not going to be somebody who's going to talk into my phone or talk into the camera and post it on social media. You know, I'd rather you listen to it in the music. And I'm, I, you know, I feel like I'm better, I'm more capable um, at relaying that message or yeah. getting out my frustrations or proving my point or getting my point across, however you want to put it. I'm more, I'm, I'm better at doing that through the music. Okay. So I, I did want to so, ask. Yeah, like okay. you said, when you listen to uh, One Deep off of Tell the Truth and the Devil, yep. um, Solo, you know the song One Deep Solo, when you listen to Gene Jacket, when you listen to um, Serpent Whisper, you know, you listen to a lot of these records, the, everything that you want to know is in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, so that, that's what I'm saying. I got questions, man, because cause I like so that yeah, whole yeah, series. That whole series was um introspective, right? But I was jumping back and forth, right? So I, I got caught up. So I listened to the Human EP, right? That's the more recent joint you dropped, and I got the series. So yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna be touching on those two because I want to talk about like everything that you've been doing, like with Blue Collar Gang. You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. so are you still in the Midwest, or do you go back and forth, like? No, I'm actually um, in the South, so okay. I'm in Georgia. Okay, and I asked that because um, you had a couple of Atlanta artists, uh, especially we all know the Migos, we know Takeoff, and then you also had Young Scooter on there, and then you had a track on Human where it was uh, called Trip, and you it was talking about riding down 75. Now, I'm a Midwest boy, you you a Midwest boy, so we all know about taking that trip down 75. <laughs> Exactly. So, so, so just talk about that, like, like that transition and moving down there, and, and how you felt to kind of relocate. Because I relocated to Houston six years ago, and it was a big step for me and my wife. Yeah, it's a big step for me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge step. I will say that you know it's much different because, and that's another thing that people don't don't. I guess they don't understand or know or not understand, but they don't know about me is that um, I spent. What, how many years? I spent 16 years, 17 years in New York. I lived in Brooklyn 15 of those years. Okay, okay. And the other two, I lived in Hoboken, New Jersey. So, like, honestly, New York City and Brooklyn is more home to me 
and even Ohio. Okay. Even okay. though I love Ohio, I always rep Ohio. As you know, it's all in my music. Yeah. That's what, you know, I was raised there. Um, but I moved, you know, to, to Brooklyn, New York at um, a young age. And then I grew, you know, I also grew up there. I went to college there. Okay. Um, and I did a lot of growing up as a man. And uh, so, you know, depending yeah, on who yeah. you ask, somebody might be like, oh, Sally from Brooklyn, well, I mean, you, know you, you just answered my next question, though, right? Because that explains a lot, right? One of the things that I always thought in your career that was a, a highlight or a benefit was your versatility, right? So you, you did a lot of East Coast sounding records. You did a lot of West Coast and a lot of Southern records, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I was going to ask, like, well, how did you do that? But now I understand why now, so that kind of makes sense. Um, but on, tell, on that whole series, right, on the Tell the Truth series, it was evident, right, because it has so many different flavors, and that's why I was I was asking, because like Midwest wise, right, the style of the Midwest has always been kind of like a um, a medley of different things. Like no one city sounds the same, right? So Chicago had their flow, Ohio had their own kind of scene, Detroit has its own kind of scene, and all of those things are different. And even St. Louis, if we go back to like the Nelly and the Chingy days, right? So it's hard to kind of pinpoint. And I, I felt like you were kind of the same in that aspect because you couldn't really. It's like He's from Ohio, but they don't rap like this. Like, and I was there, under, like underground, yeah, listening to the Cleveland rappers and and the people from like Toledo and and Dayton and stuff. And I'm like, he don't sound like he from nowhere. Like, he just got a little bit of everything in there. Um, so I wanted to ask you though, because you know, also too, music used to be kind of regional. What are your thoughts just on the evolution of how like now you got? New York guys rapping like down south, down south guys rapping like New York guys, West Coast guys rapping like Detroit guys, Detroit guys rapping. You know, like what's your thoughts just on like music just kind of crossing the regional boundaries? Yeah, I think it's um it's due to the world is feeling smaller now because of social media. Mm -hmm. You know, everything is in everybody's face, and it's easy to reach out and connect with different people from all walks of life, from all you know corners of this world like you know you can be on social media and get some production from somebody in paris you can also you, know, you can be in nebraska and get some production from somebody you know in queens new york or yeah. you can be in queens and get some production from somebody in you know augusta georgia or wherever so i think that that you know helps with just people trying different things and people you know um being more open-minded to listening to other artists from other places as well because, you know, you have the opportunity to really test it and see it or, you know, like what you like. I think before, when we were growing up, you know, people was like, oh, I'm from the East Coast, I listen to East Coast music, or oh, I'm from the West Coast, I listen to West Coast and the South or whatever because you weren't really exposed to the different sounds yeah, yeah. and the different artists. You know what I mean? So you was kind of like, man, fuck all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck all that West Coast shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's just how you thought because you were where you were at and that's what you were listening to. That's what you listened to. Yeah. Me growing up, you know, I was able to, you know, I always grew up around older guys. So I was always put on to a little bit of everything. So I can get in one person's car and they be listening to like, E40 and the clip, like okay. the and yeah. Sugar T and all that. And you know what I mean? Then I could get in somebody else's car and they can listen to Scarface. 
you know, or gotcha. brotherhood club gotcha. or somebody yeah. like that. You know what I mean? And then I could get in somebody else's car and they listening to Wu Chang and Nas and Jay Z and you know whatever. So again, that's what what helped me be, I guess, have the the range that I have when it comes to creating music. Got you, got you. Um. One of the things that I know, like you said, you put it all in the music, and, and I respect that because, you know, going back to your catalog, you've always done that. Now we're kind of in a trend where, like, everybody think like, they see now, like, oh, that's cool, let me do that. And it's like, because you have to connect now with your fans. Um, a couple yeah. things stood out to me in, in the series, right? Because you spoke a lot about your environment uh-huh. on both of them, in the series and on Human, because Human was, was, like, super dope, too. But you spoke a lot about your environment and about how, and, and for me personally, it painted those pictures. I know growing up in Detroit, um, I bring the Midwest up again because uh, you think about like, okay, like your Akron's, Youngstown, Dayton, Canton, Toledo, mm-hmm. Gary, Flint, Detroit. I, I name those cities because those are kind of like the forgotten cities, so to speak. And they a little slower because the, the big buzzword that's been going around a lot is gentrification, right? And right, right, I, right. I wanted to ask you, right, especially being in Brooklyn and stuff, like I was spending time there. Um, what Get are your thoughts? Boys. So what's your thoughts on that, like, just <laughs> as far as with that? Man, you know, it sucks, man, because it's a lot of people getting, you know, obviously removed away from the neighborhoods that they grew up in. It's like we don't, we don't have nothing that's crazy because... They're making things so expensive for yeah. the normal, or for the, I mean, not for the normal, but for the average person that makes the average wage to even even think about staying there, you know, and, and it's forcing these people out. Like, I go to New York, man, and it looks so white sometimes mm-hmm. in certain parts, <laughs> or, you know, you just don't even remember. Like, you know, even when I first went to New York, it was still like the spot called Albi Square Mall and it was still okay. uh you know, it was like real. Like you you know, certain people be like, yo, don't go too far up that block. Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but now it's like you go on them blocks that they would talk about and you might see a white lady jogging or two moms pushing a baby. Rollerblading with that with that Yorkie. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? You might see two dads pushing their kids. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But um, it ain't nothing wrong with it. Um, but at the same time, it's like you got to give us the opportunity to be able to buy back our blocks or to be able to stay in, the, you know, and where we, you know, where we come from, yeah. and, you know, where we were raised and um, put businesses there and uh, have some ownership. But, um, yeah, I honestly don't know because it's been happening for so long. Yeah. I, I just don't know what. You know what? What we should do. Well, and and, and I, I find myself asking that same question. And instead of complaining about it, I just ask everybody, like, "Well, what's the solution? We don't have one yet, right?" Yeah, yeah, that's you know. that's me all the time. I'm always like, "What's the solution?" Yeah. Like I can complain, and I can, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like I can sit here and tell you a million reasons why I feel some type of way or why it's bad, but what? What can we do to change it? Right. What? What the? You know what I mean? And that's something that I have to actually sit down myself and figure out too. Me and you I both. People, you <laughs> yeah. know, friends. You know, if I want to help my friends and family to be able to maintain, you know, their their ownership and to be able to stay in their neighborhood and on the blocks that they grew up and on the place and in the places that they want to stay. Yeah. Because even like you said, moving down south, there's so many people from up top 
who are moving down here because of this. Yeah. Or because it's getting too crazy for them to, you know, the prices is getting too crazy for them to even afford to stay and maintain that living. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that, that kind of segues into the, the next question I have for you, right? Um, what I like about these, with human and with Tell the Truth, is very, like I said, it's introspective, but the spiritual bars, right? You you come across very self-aware, like, like, and I feel like having that self-awareness, knowing, like, who you are, or or not even if, even if you don't know all the way, and I can't speak for you, but even if you don't know all the way, but the fact that you're willing to ask the questions and work to, like, find who you are. And I say that because you got tracks like the Holy Quran and then, like, the Serpent's Whisper, um... Mm-hmm. And then there was another track, man. You almost made me tear up on it. I'm like, man, you kind of took me there. Well, it was it's like cry a little. <laughs> we'll, oh, cry a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah cry, cry a little. little. And, and then it's a record called Cleanse, too. Yeah, I, yeah, that one, that one too. Okay, and, and this is what I wanted to ask you, right? Because I feel like um, it, you touched on a lot of what's wrong in our community, and that's these fatherless children in the world, right? And that goes for guys and and women, right? Because People don't recognize how important a f- having a father is. Like I didn't have my dad around growing up, but I had a bunch of uncles. You feel me? So it was right. a, it was a little different right. and stuff. And growing up on the northwest side of Detroit, like in the two thousand, like the eighties going into the two thousands, was a little rough. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, I already know. Can, can you? So two things, and, and I want you to speak to really just like your thoughts on just like with manhood and as far as like the importance of having like a strong sense of spirituality in these times. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. One thing to touch on the the, the manhood and having a man in your life, when, with whether you are a, a, a boy or a girl, it's important because, for instance, for me, I never had a father. Mm-hmm. I was really raised by the guys in the streets, right? I grew up with a mother and a sister, an older sister and an older mother. Okay. And my mother, she never really had was, was never really in a relationship, so she had a sister. Um, she, I mean, there's like nine of them, but she had a sister who was her, her um, next to her age. So her, the her, her sister who was my aunt is the youngest, and my mom is the second youngest. Okay. So they were real close, but my aunt had a daughter too. So growing up, it was like me, my mom, my aunt, my sister, and my cousin. Gotcha. And my sister and my cousin same age, graduated with each other. So I'm around all women. So outside, I go and I'm around older guys. So I'm like, I'm that kid that's 14 hanging around 21, 22 year olds. Uh, you know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, hey, you know, I'm in, I'm in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I'm just hanging, but I'm just soaking up. I ain't saying that I'm in the streets like hustling, but I'm around it. You yeah. know. So, um, fast forward, I feel like it's important because then I have kids, right? So I have kids, and now I don't know how to be a father. Ah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know how. So, you know, I'm just going over with the guys that I see who are fathers or the father that I didn't have who can, just can I ask, around. Can, so can, mm-hmm. can I ask how old were you when you had your, your first child? Young. Okay. Okay. <laughs> young. Say no more. Say no more. Like that. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Put it like that. I was super young. <laughs> like super super. Like we. I think about this all the time. Like I love you know. I have three children and I love them to death. Mm-hmm. But I think about it all the time. Like my first kid, I was so young. I'm. I think back. Like how did 
our parents even allow us to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's crazy. But, I, I mean, I'm glad that they're here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, again, I'm still finding myself. I don't know who I am. I don't know how to be a father. I've never had an example of a good man. Like I, like you said, you had uncles. I had uncles, too, but they weren't in my life where they were, like, gotcha. actually showing me how to be a man and be a father and be loving and caring and sensitive and putting myself or putting them, be, putting them before me and things like that. So I lived through that of just figuring it out. Mm-hmm figuring it out, you know what I mean, and when I talk about it in the music, I know how important it is, because we have to be examples, we have to give them something to stand on, some type of um, foundation, some type of order, some type of morals, you know what I mean, there has to be morals in place, that's why a lot of these kids run around, and they're disrespectful, and they don't have no code, and all this stuff, because there was nobody for them. You know, luckily, going to the spiritual side is I've always had a spiritual side with me. I've always seeked knowledge and I've always seeked um, God. Yeah. So I've always knew that God was with, was with me. And I've always knew that I could do nothing without Him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's so big. That's big. <laughs> a, yeah. So it was always an important part for me. To, to have that foundation alone to lean on. And again, I had to grow and I had to learn to be a father. So I had to learn to be a man. I had to learn how to treat my children, how mm-hmm. to treat women, how to treat myself. How to, you know what I mean? How to be with There was a lot of stuff that I had to learn on my own because there was no one there. And I'm still learning. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? I'm still learning and I'm still seeking that knowledge. Um, but it's very important, man. So I put it in the music because people need to hear it. And we are so lost. And yeah. there's no... Like, when I was growing up, there was people who, who who spoke about religion or who spoke about God or who spoke about the spiritual side or had some type of consciousness. Now the music is getting so crazy. There is none of that. Yeah. yeah. None of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's important that it, I put it in there. You know, and I tell people all the time, like... You know, it's a God-given talent, and it's a God-given gift that I have, and, it, and you know, my voice and my words can be stripped at any moment, so yeah. I try to do, to put some type of good into it, where it's respected on a level, not only from, you know, the people in the world, but also, you know, from God. Yeah, that's real. That's real, man. Yeah. Uh, so, because I know you gotta go, man. Let me. I got a couple more questions. Well, really, just just tell yeah, us a yeah. little bit about what you're working on currently, like outside of music, and then any other music projects that you got coming up. Yeah. Um. Outside of music, I got some shows. You know, I'm gonna be in Houston uh, next Sunday on yep, the yep. 21st for the rap fest. Or I think it's called It's Rap Fest. Yeah, it's just rap um, fest. So Shout I'm out to homie JT Sills the third. Yeah, it's just rap. Yeah, yep, yep. it's just rap fest. So I'm gonna be there for that. I'm excited. I ain't been in H Town, you know, and I got a lot of love, man, down in H Town, man. So I, I'm, I'm excited to be down there, and touch the people, and you know, rock out with the people. Um, got a show in New York City coming up um, August seventh okay. at the Mercury okay. Lounge. Uh, tickets is on sale now, so you can get them on my Instagram and uh, Twitter and my bio. The link is there. So if anybody in the New York area, tri-state area. And want to come out, please get your ticket. 
Um, so yeah, a lot just getting back on the road, connecting back with my fans and the people. Um, it's been a minute. I've been putting out a lot of music, but I haven't really been, you know, getting out on the road like gotcha. I usually do. Gotcha. So, so this year I'm going to focus on doing a lot of shows and just, you know, getting back in the faces um, of my fans and the people who support me. Uh, a lot of new music on the way too, so be on the lookout for that. Okay. Um, I'm wrapping up a couple projects now, so. I'm looking forward to dropping and releasing those. And, um, yeah, keeping it, you know, that's it, man. Just staying tuned with me on the Instagram, the Twitter. It's just at Stally. You know what I mean? Um, and then everybody will be there. Okay. One last thing, because it's a lot of dudes out, like yep. you said, it's that you have basically, like, made your name on the independent scene, right? And that's what, the, what we respect you for. So for the aspiring yep. independent artists... Like what are what are like just two things that that you two gems that you would leave with them? Like if somebody styling man, how do I how do I uh, get my independent career going, or how do I do this independent grind? Like what are two things that you would say to uh, up and coming artists? Yeah, I would just tell them to listen to themselves, go with their first instinct, do what feels right, and do what they love to do, and do what comes natural, and don't let anybody tell you how to do your career, how to make your music or just be yourself you know what I mean there's so many platforms like we spoke on earlier with social media with YouTube um, there's so many ways and different outlets to put the music out one click of a button the music can be heard anywhere in the world basically you know what I mean mm-hmm. so just keep being consistent be consistent be persistent and uh, just you know stay in people's face and do everything that you possibly can do to be seen and to be heard and I think that it will fall in, it fall in place. You know, whenever something is natural and you really love it and it's coming from a, a natural and a pure place, it's going to be accepted in that same way. Yeah, And it's going to be noticed. That's true. You know what I mean? So, wise words from a wise like man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like, I mean, because honestly, that's how I am. You know, I'm not crazy on social media and I'm not crazy like you know just always out in people's faces but you know my fans I think they now understand that yeah and I think that they starting to get my personality and who I am so you know they they kind of accept me for who I am yeah. what it is. even though I could do better at those things as well but you know luckily I have a great core fan base. We all still growing, like you said. Every day, it's it's, it's an evolution, it's a constant evolution, man. And and I want to yeah, thank you for absolutely. for taking the time to you know to come on here. I mean, your your time is valuable, man. Being able to chop it up, so even like our listeners, man, they can be able to get to learn your personality. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and I I learn things. And that's another thing. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I said I I learn things just from from uh, you talking and giving more into your background. So I think that's dope. I'm going to be at the show in Houston and stuff. So just look for the little short dude with the Detroit hat, man. Just a what up, though. And we go from there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely. I will, man. I appreciate you. And, 
you know, appreciate the love and the support. And me and Wes will be in the building in H-Town. H-Town is definitely going to be in the building, so I'm looking forward to that, man. So, yeah. Yeah, no, most definitely. And, and we, we've been promoting the show on, on, we've been promoting the showcase on this show. So trust and believe, like they know, all my listeners oh, know, they perfect. better, y'all better come out. So, and I'm telling y'all again now, don't embarrass me in front of company and audibles, man. Okay. We got a, we, we got a high profile name on the show, man. Don't embarrass me now. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. They better, y'all better come out and show out, man. We gonna have fun. Y'all better swing down, come down, candy paint, come down. Big body bands, come down for Pull up, everything. Pull up, full, all of that. Steel tip, yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah pull up, pop steel, you know what I mean? All that. Yeah. Bring, bring all that, man. Yeah, for sure, man. But, Stalin, so, yeah, pre- appreciate you. And, and we look forward to seeing more from you, seeing, seeing, getting to know you more. It's really, it's really what it is. So, man, appreciate it, yes, man. And, and you have a good one. Yep, yeah, you too. Appreciate right. it. Bye. known as the most electrifying man in podcasting. 
Okay, speaking of, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast and Audible ruckus. So I need you to go subscribe, tell your friends, man, to check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on SoundCloud. Also, go to the website, inaudibleruckus.com slash shop. Follow us on social media. Okay, on Instagram, it's inaudibleruckus underscore podcast. And then the Facebook page is inaudibleruckus podcast. Okay, solid dudes, solid topics, solid music. Inaudible ruckus. Yeah, John Dami make a beat and I'm gon' kill it I got a bag on it Way too much, drop the price on these cheese. I got a bag on it I smoke on the best, don't pass my weed I got a bag on it so I must double back. I got a bag on it. You can get what you need, cheap piece, nice and crack. Play pussy, get fucked. That's the way the game goes. Stay solid by the profits of things you can't let go. And never let them see your weakest over when you let it show. Baseball bats a blue cook. I only roll it in Optimos. Elephant track, Elijah Glass House for that dough. Cocaine and hanging, seen it cause I'm shaking that hoe. Get clam chowder and they need it like they vegetables. As long as me go get it here, you know I'm making it blow. They trying to rock. Me to sleep, the game I refuse it, nigga. Turn to the maximum, so pick and choosy with it. Don't stop, get it, get it. Only thing I know is gritting. You fail trying to be real, but this shit it be in me, nigga. I just go with the flow, acknowledge real ones. I'm trying to get that feeling like when they touch the ceiling. And ain't no quail about the face, was about to make a killing. Cause every day I wake up and I go and make these drugs. I got a bag on it, way too much, drop the price on these cheese. I got a bag on it. I smoke on the best, don't pass my weed I got a bag on it Stuck on Zook, so I must double back I got a bag on it You can get what you need, cheap piece, ice and crack I'll put it in perspective just so you can understand that I'm the man Two clips, four Nick, and I bet you it won't jam Hard times made a nigga who I am And the good times that I had are always cherished by my lost ones And the chances that we take to get us rich, but it's gon' cost us All that lying fake fuck shit, boy, that's where you lost us Black bitches looking for it and they always wanna toss us And a whip around the trap if it's pop tips, you know I'm stalking Just had my young bull push tight on me Told him who to go and sick before he left up out the kitchen All you heard was a sniff, he said it's something about the powder When he push it back, so sick Young black relentless, all he tryna do is get a grip Boss up on some niggas who was flossing them chips And everybody know the man And I'ma make it happen cause they know I got a plan I'm saucy nigga, and everybody know that Quello about the fuck Way too much, drop the price on these G's I got a bag on it I smoke on the best, don't pass my weed I got a bag on it Stuck on Zook, so I must double back I got a bag on it You can get what you need, cheap piece, ice and crack Alright y'all Those last two songs That was Russ Hall With Moon Man That's off of his tape Of 5211 That's out on everywhere Platform everywhere And then Quelo Peso With I Got A Bag On It Man 
Shout out to Ohio, man. You always show me love. So, uh, I, this episode was real special, man. Uh, shout out to Stiley for coming through. Um, we talked about it on the show, but he will be in Houston, okay, on July 21st. That's my anniversary weekend, but I still will be working. My wife gave me permission to work. She's working in the background, so if you hear the extra noise, she's cooking up dinner right now, so I got to hurry up and go. But I wanted to tell y'all, man, I got tickets to the warehouse, so if you want to see Stiley, man, get with me, man. Let's talk. I got you. Um... It's also hosted by K-Dog, friend to the podcast. Edge the Iceman will be DJing, friend to the podcast. This is put on by It's Just Rap, uh, J.C. Seals III, the big homie, friend to the podcast. World Culture Music, all the all them boys from up, up in Tulsa will be... I'm excited, y'all. I don't know if y'all can tell. Um, and let me know if I killed that interview or not. Just comment below. But um, the dudes from Tulsa, Steph Simon, King Cut, the whole squad coming down from World Culture Music. So they'll be here. Uh, we got comedians, Junkie Joe and Slow Boogie. Those are my boys up out of Beaumont. Freddie J. And then EDF is going to be in the building. Fizarelli, man. Amanda Sheree, man. It's going to be a dope lineup, man. So hit me up for tickets. Hit up JC Seals, the third for tickets. Go to It's Just Rap. Go to Warehouse Live. Copy tickets. You know what I'm saying? Just, we out here, man. Okay, special shout out for Styling, man. Because, you know, people be busy, man. And if, anytime they take the time to come on this show, man, it's all love. But you know what, how it is on this show. You still got to support us while you're here. So go to inaudibleruckus.com slash shop. Cop you some merch. Uh, subscribe. Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify. And SoundCloud. And I just want to say something, man. For those of y'all who have been rocking with us for the beginning, man. We what, we had an interview with Lil Flip. We interviewed Steven Jackson. We just had Stiley on the show. We interviewed tons of independent artists and we support independent artists. Have I not given y'all more reasons to like rock with me and see what I'm doing, man? This ain't just, I know it seems like, oh, it's just a dude to get drunk off Coronas and start talking shit on the microphone, but it's way more than that. And there's a lot more going on. Okay. So get with me, man. Come on, man. Rock with me, man. The audio road trip, man. Imagine if we just start just bringing like more artists in, like from city to city. Oh, I've already said too much. Anyway, man, appreciate y'all for listening, man. And remember what my OG used to say. Shout out to Uncle Joe, man. May he rest in peace. He always used to tell me, man, nephew, go with God and fuck the rest. I'm about to go eat these burgers. Go follow Naturally Nay too. It's an audible ruckus, motherfucker. I wonder what the bang on the furnace, but you won't listen. The party done.